0: Hej Rafael, hallo. <laughs> 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 Tusind tak fordi du kommer ind for B.
1: Jo men uh, tak fordi jeg, hey. yeah. er ja, må være Ja, det er dejligt.
0: So uh, Rafael, we're gonna do this in English. Yes, yes. And I really just wanted to open it up in Danish because I know you're so fluent in Danish.
1: So I've heard,
0: <laughs> which is very impressive and something yeah. in itself. Uh, could be uh, perceived as an art form <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've mastered the sound you of have Danish
0: exactly <laughs> you have yeah. kind uh, of, yeah. okay so Rafael uh, the first time I meet you is of course in Absalon mm-hmm. and you were here helping out in the bar mm-hmm. and uh, I was playing Brazilian music yeah uh, because I just felt like it was really cool and then you came and told me hey I'm from Brazil, yeah, and I was like, "Whoa, I got really intimidated because like, oh, uh, mm. am I doing it okay?" and uh, <laughs> more than that, all of a sudden you tell me that you uh you studying music, mm. so even more intimidating <laughs> mm. <laughs> because you uh, you actually know what it is and what <laughs> you're doing
1: <laughs> mm. or so I try, yeah, yeah, no, um Brazilian music has always been the focus of my life yeah and and when i hear someone playing it in a place that's not brazil yeah it's always uh like i have to connect yeah. w- w- with that person because <laughs> yeah. it, it, it is not it's the most beautiful. mainstream kind of uh, of music right no, i mean no. um not many people know much besides some bossa nova mm. classics or, or something and so you know when you have this i mean at absalon i've actually heard you and also what's that, ash right the the uh the australian dude he's, yeah. he's played here the, the yeah he also, yeah he, he's yeah he's the one responsible for like absalon god's soul I yeah, think. yeah yeah and then also you Alex. you know like yeah. i hear people who, who who at least have the interest mm. in 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 kind of discovering the you know the underground because mm. even in brazil a lot of this a lot of this music is underground wow. right i mean uh, we have a, it's a huge country and and yeah. they have this big ma- music industry who which in the last many years yeah has mm. turned to you know formulaic uh, music and 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 it seems like thanks to globalization vinyls have been exported and people started discovering these hidden gems of, yeah. of Brazilian mm. music and yeah. some of them are pretty known, but some of them are like, what what is this and who is this and where are they now? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, mm. exactly. yeah. And, uh, yeah. it's, I've, I've even found some of these old guys, you know, on Instagram and stuff and they, like, they made one record and then disappeared, wow. right? And now they do something a little different. And wow. You know, it's like, you know, one guy's a teacher somewhere, the other guy's a dentist or something. Oh, you know? my. Yeah.
0: Because I saw Marco Valle was actually here some time ago in Denmark.
1: Oh, yeah, he was.
0: And I wonder what he's doing. (laughs) I have no idea. Because his music was kind of, you know, like disco. Mm
1: -hmm. uh, Well, Marco Valle, the thing with him is that, I don't know how old he is, but he actually was around from from the 60s, right, already. And so he, he took, he got... He was part of this whole Bossa Nova thing. He wrote this classic, the summer samba, Samba de Verão. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think it's him who wrote that. <laughs> no. And that must be early sixties, something like that. Oh, uh, man. And you know, and then he went through all these he took he, he went through all the waves of Brazilian music, right? Yeah. Then then came Milton Nascimento and Clube da Esquina or Tropicalia with Caetano Veloso and and he was part of it like in the background or sometimes writing some hits and yeah, yeah. And then in the 80s, he, he did those crazy uh, disco stuff that yeah. I didn't know until I heard you guys playing here and I was like, well, who the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Valle's doing that kind of stuff. I didn't know, actually. Because oh, he wrote cool. some nice hits. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I
0: didn't had no idea. But for some reason, it, it kind of trended in Copenhagen, like all mm. that, that sound, and uh, uh, yeah. even here and... Uh, there's some other venues in copenhagen Söhersten and so on that that started to play this sort of music uh, mm. especially like retro what we call retro yeah, yeah, yeah. brazilian funk but yeah, yeah. what i later learned from you is uh considered uh samba rock oh
1: yeah, yeah a lot of it right <laughs> at least yeah. if yeah like if you're thinking of yeah. or Jorge Bain yeah Ben-Jos, right um and um yeah, that's what I'm thinking of right now. Yeah. It's It it's, it became pretty hip. And and I think also Brazil at that point in time, late 60s, throughout the 70s, they were going under, we were going under a dictatorship and stuff. So I think oh. even though a lot of that music got spread around in the country, I think a lot of it didn't make it outside until mm. later on because, yeah. you know, there was a lot of censor- censorship going yeah. on. Not to go political or anything. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> But um, yeah, so it, 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 I also felt that at least a couple of years ago there was this thing happening, right? And, and all these people were playing Jorge Ben and Chimaya, and yeah. right, and Chimaya was it's like, Maia. Uh, wow, yeah, it's nice for sure. And uh, funny enough, I just found a review from that album, the f- my first album, yeah, uh, where it, a Brazilian review, the first Brazilian review that oh, I actually wow. found. Because my music, right, I'm living here for half of my life. Yeah. So people in Brazil haven't exactly heard much of me. And uh, I found a review of this guy who who compares me to the 70s. Like he says that maybe because I left Brazil when I was young, I am 33, I was 16 when I left Brazil for the first time. And maybe Mm. music kind of also stayed, you know, I remember the things my parents used to play on a, you know, cassette tapes yeah. and, and vinyls wow. and then and also cds i'm not yeah, that yeah. old <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, and he said like oh yeah half music is like one of the great 70s albums made in the fir- 21st century right wow and, and that's and a beautiful uh way of, of defining mm. it, it uh, is it but i also got a bit scared because yeah. i was like oh shit!" so I, is my music yeah. like outdated uh. <laughs> I, I had some teachers at the music academy ask me that like so how do you feel about like the sound of your music which you want people to perceive it as something that's been made now and then i was like i just want people to like it i mean the the, the, the type of sound that i create obviously i do go for the retro you know kind of slightly lo-fi sound but that's more for the texture than for a perception of Mm. of time and space yeah anyway um rafael why why denmark (laughs) (laughs) what led you here oh we've talked about this stuff a lot we have (laughs) while being drunk yeah over the bar oh my what are you doing here (laughs) (laughs)
0: what are you doing here (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I I left Brazil pretty young. Yeah, you said 16. Yeah, I went to the US first. My family moved my entire f- my me and my sister and my parents moved to Florida. You you moved to Florida? Yeah. Oh. My my father went, went to work there. I come from this religious family. My father is a a, uh, a priest a pastor actually. Yeah, yeah. And he went to work with them some um, Brazilian church community and in uh, Florida yeah yeah uh, and i mean in retrospect it was very nice because it taught me english yeah. i mean i could speak a little bit but in brazil it's not very common that people can mm. can i was about know. to
0: say that makes sense that you're very mm. fluent in, in uh, english i definitely wow.
1: made use of that time we were, we were only there like a little under two years okay. it wasn't really my parents didn't like it in the end i don't know okay. english and, and and they were already old right when yeah. you move that's when you're past 50 or something. Wow. It's a bit, or 40, I don't remember. Yes, yeah, so that's <laughs> a lot <laughs> of... Uh... It's a, it's a tougher for them. I mean, for me and for my sisters, like, yeah, we were young, you know, yeah. it's maybe set in the first couple of weeks and then you make new friends or something. You yeah. You so much, so many new impressions. Yeah. Long story short, I ended up in Denmark later on because of... <laughs> because of the internet. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I made some some friends from Denmark over the internet. Yeah completely at random, you know, like message boards, you know, we listened to some rock bands and then there was a user who was from Denmark and we became pen pals and we actually sent each other letters back and forth, like huge. That's cool. uh, Thick letters. (laughs) (laughs) uh, And uh, I ended up meeting more Danish people over the internet and, and one of them Invited me to come like their family was like, hey, uh, we've always wanted an exchange student wow. Do you want to come to Denmark? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like all I had to do was of course pay for the flight tickets were that cheap but um, Yeah, I'm here. I met a girlfriend. I Mean I met a girl who became my girlfriend uh, here in Denmark and I stayed That's But it's super random like it's not like I was born like oh well, one day. I want to go to Denmark. no, no. no, no, no. Did you know what Denmark
0: was before you uh, you even came here?
1: I mean, I I was a big. Did they warned you about the weather. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't. I I didn't even Google much. I mean, there was no Google back then. I think it was two thousand and five, uh, and maybe there was. And I just I knew about Denmark because I was a big nerd <laughs> into Vikings and Lord of the Rings, and I had oh been you yeah. know reading about this history of Vikings. I had this uh, thick rap book about it, and. <laughs> So I knew a little bit about it and I thought it was super exotic for yeah. me, right? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you know, the the Norse mythology and Odin. I'm pretty sure these guys still worship those. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and... Oh, that's fine. But I mean, I, I kind of thought that Denmark had was like, you know, full of mountains and, 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 yeah. and this wild yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was very surprised when I got here and, and it was this flat country <laughs> 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 uh, but i mean yeah. i did come in the middle of summer and it was like very bright and and very nice and, yeah. and this host family that you know they hosted me for for a year they yeah they were very kind people lived in this small small village yeah near Halbeck wow. called Mm. Uh, it's beautiful. like two thousand people <laughs> living there <laughs> like in the fields and and woods and and i had the time of my life over there, and, and they would drive me also around Sweden and Norway by car. And I wow. got introduced to the to the Scandinavian uh, landscape and, mm. and, and culture and people and, and cold water, yeah. which I still haven't gotten used to. Yeah. Um, the cold weather in general—it's pretty pretty tough for my Brazilian skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, this—it's I I definitely liked it because i came back right yeah, uh, yeah and then i learned the language over the years thanks to my i don't know ex-girlfriend and f- family and, and you know the street i just on yeah. the street man <laughs> <laughs> like i took i think i took language classes for half a year yeah got introduced to the basic Yeah. just the basic like you know, how because the language itself the grammar is not that complicated but the pronunciation, yeah, yeah. Oh and, yeah. and the inversion of words, you know, the the sentences, the way you place it some yeah. words are like, what? It doesn't have logic. Hmm. No. 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 But once you start to speak it a lot and, and talk to people, it yeah. becomes logical mm. enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, um, language in general is just, it's hard on paper, like, it's when mm. you start pronouncing stuff, that's like the yeah, tricky yeah. bit. But that's also where you learn. Uh, it's not on paper.
0: It no, no, learn. no
1: yeah i actually i took i had to take this exam like to prove that i speak danish yeah because of an unrelated story <laughs> <laughs> you know just to prove that i i learned it and i remember i met this this girl outside of the exam you know the the mm. classroom yeah and this girl had this woman had taken all the modules all the other all steps right all the and and she said that she she still all that she could was like on paper she could fake way through the education uh-huh. but but she said like yeah i work at a place where everyone is international and mm. yeah. and so in the end her fluency was not mm. was not really there yeah Be- yeah you really need to to converse and <laughs> yeah and to chat and yeah. T- yeah. you know and, and to hear people you know and here at Absalon it's been great in that way because oh yeah. i really hear you know uh, mm. i, I learned all these little expressions and the phonemes yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah like i didn't know that I was like no. what what's this guy saying yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it too easy? What did you say? <laughs> 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 um, but that,
0: that's yeah. so impressive because mm. like I, I almost uh, always forget it actually when you join the company because mm. normally I will be very aware because this is a folk house and different people from different nationalities come in here. But mm. when you join a table, mm. like just like yesterday, I don't even think about it. Mm. We don't switch over to English. No. Because it's... We we kind of know that way, Rafael. He's he's. So when you first time told me, how many years have you been here?
1: Yeah, mean, I guess on and off sixteen years. Yeah. That's almost half of my life. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm still
0: super impressed. Like, uh, cause I didn't know that you had your Brazilian background before you told me. I
1: was like, mm. wait, wait a minute. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Am I
0: playing the music wrong? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but 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 it's it it's funny that way because I think people. I've heard other people ask me, like, oh, okay, so your parents were Brazilian or something. And I'm like, wait, wait, just listen to me. Yeah. Listen to, let me speak, let yeah. me say a few more words and yeah. you will see, you will hear that I'm not native yeah. Danish yeah. speaker. But I was still, I came to the Denmark, I think five days before, four days before I turned 18. I think that's an age where your brain is still, you know, not complete. Yeah. And I think for that reason, and maybe because I am, you know musical ears whatever right i I managed to absorb a lot of that yeah um i've met a guy once this uh, musician a tabla player who 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 is a refugee from afghanistan and and he came also at 18 and he speaks like also impeccable uh, spot on yeah danish and i think Mm. maybe there's also something to do with the ears and, and how much you can like yeah, detail. I was just
0: about to ask you: mm. Do you credit that your 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 musical sense and and uh, skill education? But there must be something about it, right? Because you mean, get all the sounds <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
1: I can't say that, that that's. I mean, I can't say for sure, but I, I I like to think that that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. And I I'm I'm really into languages and, and and sounds. So you know, I have these periods of times where I discover a new word or a new expression in Danish. That's still happening, right? Yeah. Mm. And I'm like, and then I that keeps like revolving around my, my my thoughts the entire day for, for days for weeks until my brain captures the way people are saying it and then mm. you know word by word yeah you learn and you listen and yeah yeah
0: Rafael you uh, you're releasing uh, a new album
1: I am <laughs> that's crazy and that's a different uh move perhaps unexpected for some was people it unexpected i mean the when i became serious about writing music yeah that happened in denmark right i mean i had been playing music from from before yeah and it was in brazil and in, in florida but in denmark is when i discovered the greatness of the beatles and yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, who when i listened to them i think it was sergeant peppers uh, i i thought yeah, yeah. I want to record music. Oh like, yeah. you know, I didn't mm. even think like I want to write music. I just said like, I want to make this beautiful, you know, these mm. soundscapes. I thought yeah. that was incredible, not because I hadn't heard them before, but it just hadn't hadn't clicked, you know, yeah. in my brain. Yeah. And uh, yeah. why am I talking about this? What are I we <laughs> about? <laughs> Oh, my I album. Was, I was, that's that's what uh, happens yeah. on this couch. It's uh, like, <laughs> how do we you have an up, album? Uh, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: something about right. an album.
1: <laughs> yeah, so so oh, yeah. those songs, the first serious songs yeah. that I then wrote and I recorded that in Vipera. I must have them somewhere yeah. like recorded with this Windows recorder with wow. a shitty, you know, old microphone and they were actually oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they we were all <laughs> start like that with like <laughs> crappy yeah. equipment. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and that c- could be part of, you know, the beauty and the texture of it. It's great mm. like yeah. Elliot Smith's first albums like four-track recorders. Yeah, yeah. Amazing mm. sound. And those songs were written in English, those first songs. So I always, you know, because I liked English, what English sung music. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I, in my brain, <laughs> back then I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. Uh, I even recorded a bunch of s- these songs and I sent them to Gaffa Music, the magazine. Oh, yeah. 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 And, 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 and actually was the review that I got on that demo that pushed me like to be to you know mm. to make me believe myself yeah right i forgot his name the guy who reviewed me he was a very nice guy it was in 2008 yeah <laughs> i still have the magazine, yeah. I can't yeah. see magazine. Of course. let's yeah. see if we can right.
0: get by it and yeah. credit him yeah and, and <laughs> yeah, credit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah
1: um he uh, yeah he wrote like yeah this brazilian dude i was living in borup yeah, yeah. back then like right near the uh, uh, or something and oh. with my ex-girlfriend wow and uh, he wrote like, "Yeah, this Brazilian dude is uh, sitting in his room with a uh, you know amateur equipment, but recording some amazing." And I'm quoting him, right? That's not me talking about myself. <laughs> 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 uh, he, he, I mean, quote. He yeah. said like, "You know, the best uh, psychedelic pop I've heard come out of Denmark." Unquote. Wow. Wow. And and he said that, and I thought, "Oh, fuck!" Oh, wait a minute. I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> like Aww. this is someone else that it, that yeah. doesn't know me. Yeah you know, uh, writing about it. and But it took me many years to, to go from that and actually do something about it because right then I was going through a lot of, of musical changes, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I had just had this, the teenage years listening to the Beatles and, you know, Mutantes and, and all these psychedelic bands and, and rock mm-hmm. bands and progressive rock. Yeah. And right at that point, when that review came out, I was getting into the Brazilian stuff. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I had been living in Denmark for a couple of years and I had been missing home, I guess. And I yeah. I discovered the greatness of Milton Nascimento, Egberto Gismonti. These guys that b- completely blew my mind musically, also because of the soundscape. I mm. think the soundscape always, you know, the details. You know, they were like creating jungle sounds with uh, instruments. And yeah. anyway, my music changed a lot because of that. Then I started writing Portuguese. Completely left that world that I had recorded on the demos yeah mm. behind and uh, yeah I think I played live once where that guy who reviewed me in Gaffa he came and saw me oh. with a rock band and he didn't like the concert <laughs> really yeah. um. I played in the, what it called Loves Kela or something yeah, it was an old bar that doesn't exist anymore Okay, here in downtown Copenhagen Loves Kela or something Loves Kela yeah, I, I don't remember that, that. Oh. Th- that's where like the demo of the month okay. used to play yeah and I don't think I was a demo of the month, but he invited me to like to op- to play two acts in one night, and I came mm. and played. But I didn't have any network back then, yeah. mm. like at all, except for a few rock and roll guys that I knew, and they helped me. And, and mm. but the music be- became something became like rock music, um, okay. Because I couldn't reproduce what I recorded. The psychedelic effects. I had, you know, I had no idea about loops and, 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 uh, and pedals. Uh. I still don't have any idea how to use those things. Uh. And so he was very disappointed, I remember. He's like, Yeah. He was like, It was great. And I told him, Come on man, be honest. Did you like it? And he's like, Yeah, you kind of you you fucked them up, man. He's like, <laughs> Aww, <laughs> so uh, it's yeah. like the arrangement, man, the songs are so great, but you made them too rock and roll. <laughs> uh, okay. Like, okay. And then it took me four years before I came out with something new, I think. Mm. Wow. Not because of him. No, not uh, because of that. <laughs> But like, just like you know, part of the journey, the, just yeah, evolving your sound? Yeah, I was changing your sound and, and absorbing and new wow. things. And it took me many years to, to actually create some new songs that I thought, okay, this is actually okay. Yeah, I am ready to... to, to. And then I started studying at the Music Academy, right, in Olbo, a random place. But uh, And that's when I started meeting new people and the band that recorded with me my first album, Everyone is from Olborg and, and Aarhus. I mean, based yeah. there. They're yeah. not mm. They were very international, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But there are some, some uh, uh, what do you call it? Y- y- for Yulen? Yeah. Yulen? Yeah. <laughs> what do you call Jutlandish you people. Yeah, yeah, I don't you know. You love the, the way you
0: say J- Yulen as <laughs> if yeah. you've, uh, you've yeah. said it forever. Rafael, <laughs> <It's okay. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's listen to one of the tracks from your new album. Which track would you uh, want us to play for the listeners first?
1: So this album is, compared to the first one, it's it's like almost half as short, or half as long, I mean. Yeah. And uh, and I chose that because, well, I didn't choose it. I think Taito, the co-producer, he was like, you have very intense compositions here that have a lot of things happening. And yeah. perhaps we should keep it short so that people experience it. And when it's over, they... They have time to absorb it mm-hmm. and then maybe listen to it again instead of making mm. a super long album and then mm. you know people get bored halfway through i don't know yeah, like yeah. start thinking yeah. about something else and um anyway so there are six songs and i think we should listen to the middle one called the dream the dreamer which is inspired by denmark and blackbirds i think mm. and dreams yes. yeah The ascension of the moon